Hi guys, it's Claudia and Nico, and you're listening to our another great mistake. Let's go. Three, two, one, and let's go. We are live on air. Good evening. Good morning. Whatever time. Good day. You good, day. good day. Good day. So, how are you? Um, all right. I mean, I'm a oh. graduated student since oh. the last time we recorded. My love. Thank you. We had a wee break because we've been busy. Yeah. We've, we've been, been holidaying holidays, and I had a kids. pretty intense week with traveling between Wales and Edinburgh. And yeah, we've been in Wales. And, then, and, and it's just busy, you know, busy life. So uh, there's no such a thing like saying even, we have to do. No, 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 no. We try, we try to, 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 you know, upload podcasts and release podcasts every Friday. But if if we're gonna have a week or two or three break because we are too busy to do it, at the end of the day, it's not our job that we have to do it. It's as well. It's no point of, of killing yourself and, for, yeah. for stuff. Just like we, and you know, we, releasing we, a podcast episode just for sake of releasing it and not really enjoying, you know, doing it. Or not knowing what we're doing uh, doesn't really make much yeah, sense. It's like, so, you know, yeah, moderation actually. in life. <laughs> uh, yeah, speaking of moderation. So if you guys are going to hear some voices, some some uh, screams and vocalization, that's our kids. They're having fun and they're doing stuff. So anyway, so yeah. Uh, we've got a full house today. Full so. house for the last two weeks almost. So uh, what was the topic today? So we've been... Thinking about a few different ones, and I think we've landed on having a conversation about um, having things in moderation and how does it link to addiction. Because oh. uh, at the end of the day, even when you think like, oh, I'm not like a drug addict, I'm not like alcoholic or anything like well, that. Well, we think about addiction quite often in terms of this big, big, big addictions, but you mm-hmm. know, even... Uh, uh, you know, even like food and unhealthy food, sweets, mm. and and that's that's you know like the uh, comfort eating and all the stuff that you know which we which we do or spending money shopping. You know, there's other addictions we we don't see as 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 much as as you know alcohol, drugs, and I think it just know, comes from the fact that obviously uh, or sex, which you know sex. Does, well, sex in my is case an addiction is, in a matter of a biological way. Like we like sex for a reason because yeah, but you know, our biology for, made it. For me, it's like you know, for me, it's not not really. Wait, can you imagine being a sex addict? No. Ah, I, I would love you to be a sex addict. I'm opposite of spectrum. Although, if you would be cheating on me to fulfill yeah, your see, like, addiction, like, what then was that yeah, Tiger Woods? Obviously. Yeah, he was. He was. Yeah. You know, if I would be the only source of your uh, release of my release and fulfillment, then I could go with it. But yeah, if you would have to go on the sides, then yeah, yeah no, 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 no. <laughs> so let's go back. You know, so yeah, when the people think about addiction, about the big stuff, but you know, that's quite often. You know, addiction comes from quite often from trauma and from you know from stuff in the childhood. Uh, and you know it's a cycle of addiction, and it's difficult to deal with it because you know. You see, I, I don't know. I see addiction as well from the a little different point. So you're talking about trauma, because that's the thing which you've got like the quite a lot of experience from the work perspective uh, and a life perspective. I see it as well from the genetic point of view. Like some people are just prone to addiction. Some people are prone to be addicted from the certain things just because of the genetical code like for example i've never had a drive for cigarettes 
I smoked a cigarette and the no no feeling in it, like the mm. fact that it made me nauseate, nauseous, nauseous, and mm -hmm. you know that it made me just feel so bad. That was stronger than the nicotine drive. Like yeah, I tried I to smoke two three times, and I was like, I, I simply can't. There's no pleasure in it whatsoever. But then there are some people. I had the same feeling with anal sex. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> no, I never tried it, and this is not my cup of tea. So anyway, I just that was a joke, yeah? Uh, yeah. But then you've got some people which are like, you know, having a first drink, and the alcohol gives them such an, you know, remarkable yeah, because feeling. What, what is what is the, the the you know the addiction? What is the source of addiction? Yeah, dopamine. it's dopamine exactly. So yeah. if your brain gets something which not get you're not getting anywhere else. Like, you know, when you try alcohol and you got this rush of, ooh, that's that's amazing feeling. And, and society, unfortunately, you know, uh, gives you a green light in terms of drinking because, you know. Same as smoking. Uh, I think smoking is but a little smoking bit less. smoking now is passe now. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's less. But, but you see, when you think but about... alcohol is still like, you know, socially accepted and, and being drunk is no big deal. Obviously, if you make trouble, that's, that's bad. Or if you're full of yourself. But... Like people drinking, uh, we used to drink at home, you know, children around and stuff like that. There is, there is, you know, alcohol kills people. Alcohol uh, makes people do bad things, and we still, you know, saying, oh, that's part of the culture. It's, 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 it's sick. Do you know what I mean? I believe alcohol should be banned and should be only, you know, I don't know how to how to resolve that. But, you know, uh, uh, in terms of cigarettes, I definitely believe that we shouldn't be allowed to smoke on the streets. Yeah, well, we know. We, we went but through, anyway, the, change. Back, we, we went through yeah. the change with cigarettes from having, uh, you know, a doctor's with a cigarette in a cabinet, cabinet or, you know, a psychologist sitting in a in an office and a person on the sofa and the, the psychologist smoking a cigarette. That was something which is completely normal. Yeah, to, to things that we don't really smoke in the pub even, you know. Now, so. we, don't, now we don't do that. But it is, it is uh, dopamine. But yeah, back to coming it. back to the subject, yes, it is dopamine. But quite funny, a lot of people which are, when they try to remember the first time when they came across something they got addicted to, they actually say that it's a, it wasn't a pleasant feeling, but they do, they will do everything to do it again. Yeah, but the thing is with, with the dopamine, it's like your first hit is the first hit, and with, like, with the heavy drugs, like, like and obviously mm -hmm. when I spoke with, with people which are heavily addicted, you know, and, and obviously, you know, we listen to podcasts about addiction and stuff, but yeah, you know, from my work experience, you now talking to uh, people who are fighting addictions, you know, they, they mentioned this is the first time you get this hit of, 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 of dopamine and, and, you know, you're chasing the white rabbit after you try to uh, replicate that. Uh, and, and fortunately, that's, that will never going to happen. Do you know what I mean? To the point that you're getting overdose because you, you, your body wants more and more and more. You, you want to have the, the better. You know, you got to the your dopamine level is so high after, after the, let's say, you know, injecting or after smoking stuff. That you know your body goes to like woo, and you know next time you want to replicate that, but that's never gonna happen. So I don't think it's even you as a person re trying to replicate. No, no, no it's your not. Body yeah, absolutely. I'm not saying yeah, yeah. Trying to yeah, get yeah. exactly the you same. You know, effect. it's like you know you go to the, such a high level of dopamine, and 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 your your body is craving it more because you never felt you're never gonna feel that again, and that's the that's the that's the you know chase of a white white but rabbit. In know. this case, you're talking about like really heavy stuff. You yeah, know, yeah. we're talking mm -hmm. about you know methamphetamine, crack, cocaine. Well, but even if you stuff. look on the food, you know, but, you, yes, you try to reach some level, 
uh, of of dopamine, which makes you, you know, uh, how to say it, makes you happy, it makes you not even happy, but, you know, fulfilled. Fulfilled, but, and, yeah, and, and, it's the fake feeling not, of fulfillment. And, and, you know, if you're not getting dopamine any other way, you know, I'm saying I'm just at the same level, but, you know, that's why we should we should be doing sports and stuff like that, you know, because... Yeah, but then you're talking about healthy addiction. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Because it's yeah. exactly the same thing. Not even addiction, but if you, for, if you for do example, different things. Like that's yeah. you know I know that like people who do bungee jumping or or, or you know climbing Mount Everest that's there's as well the the, the dopamine hit and addiction you know but I'm saying like if you in every day uh, you you go to gym you go for swim you got you know outdoors you got this and that you know you meet friends so you you've got this level of dopamine kind of kind of higher than the person who sits on the front of the telly for every day do you know what i mean and and your body you know might get say oh that's that's okay i'm, I'm today i'm low tomorrow i'm gonna be better you know but yeah with the addiction of, of alcohol and drugs that's a bit different because that's that's the you know hit you want to get and after as well your body craving it because you, you you your body's full of it you know like with nicotine like you know remember i, I used to smoke a lot after i smoke only on holidays mm-hmm. i could go for two weeks holidays and i was smoking packet a day but every single time when I was finishing five cigarettes, oh, I felt like, Bleh, you know what I mean? My body was like, yeah, that's good, you know? You see, but now you said something which is quite interesting. So um, for the story, and I, I think it really relates to your story about the, about the cigarette, is that you, at some point, you got used to the fact that weekend or the long holidays or us going for holidays to Poland... That's your occasion. Circumstances to circumstances to take the buy the packet of cigarettes and smoke. Yeah, that was like holiday mode. Yeah, and the moment of the holiday mode switching on was waking up the craving. So it's it's you know it's remarkable that particular moment, particular place, particular set of circumstances. And I still got it. I still got it. Like when I go on holiday, I'm thinking like. Oh, yeah, my brain yeah. is like that, that, yeah. that. This is the moment where I usually smoke. And, you know, we, we had that conversation literally yesterday when I came back from the swimming pool and I came, I came to you and I said to you, hmm, it's, you know, I would, I would, I would absolutely love to smoke a joint today. <laughs> yeah. And it was just coming from the fact that it was this particular time of the day I was after a busy day, I went for swimming at the evening, I came home, and that was in my old routine, yeah, 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 a moment exactly. of me being like, oh, let's just And make a just to be clarified, you're talking about joints, but when I was on holidays, I was talking about smoking cigarettes. Because <laughs> they felt <laughs> like, talking, oh, you know, two weeks stoned with kids away, no, 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 really. <laughs> no, no, exactly. I'm but talking about the context and how, and the same, like, how this sort the of things are working. And, and you know, and, and that's the thing, because we... We taught our brain, we wired our brain that on Friday you go out to have a drink. Your Saturday, yeah. you know, like on the way from Wales, we listened to the kids listen to the songs, and there was a Katy Perry about, you know, Friday night, yeah. you know, kissed 100 guys, uh, you know, had the shots, did, 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 and that's, you know, that's what we do as a society. And, and you know, since I don't drink, and I was almost, what, there's 10 months now I don't, yeah. didn't drink any alcohol, I, I see this, this, Friday night, is, I still got sometimes those, mm, doubts. Friday night, mm, I need to do something. But, but instead of that, I'm going for a swim, or we're going for a walk, or we're going somewhere, you know. But yeah, that's, but that's that ingra- note, engraved in, in our society first. And you're growing up, seeing your parents having Friday night, Saturday night drinking. Yeah. You learn Every single parties occasion. after, you know. So, so it's engraved in our culture, and it's hard to... to 
remove that and even think about why this is so disastrous to our health. So on that note, when you're talking about alcohol and you're not drinking for 10 months already, me, that's going to be since October. So 24th sorry. of yeah. August is going to be a year. So, yeah, anyways, I'm, I'm less than that. But recently it got me thinking, like, I, it's not like I don't feel I, feel, I feel uncomfortable with that thought, but it's just remarkable that I've noticed it. I started to think about al- non-alcoholic beverages. Mm-hmm. So previously we've been coming home, we've been opening a bottle of wine, like on a Friday night, or sometimes we've been coming home after a busy day and we've been just drinking one beer. Now we still do that, but we do it with the non-alcoholic No, but we do much less. Obviously we do much less, but what I was thinking about is I, I've never been addicted to alcohol, but I do believe on my journey through life, I got addicted to the Circumstances, context of use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We context, all do because that's the, in which that's the social, social thing. So obviously, on Friday you got this. I'm still drinking a beer. The only difference is it's non-alcoholic beer. Well, I don't. I don't have that. I I wouldn't agree with that to my in terms of my person. I've got still those like if I feel like oh it was a heavy day or something or if I got a, mm, today I feel like I'm drinking beer yeah but not every Friday not every you know sometimes I'm, I'm fancy a one um, non-alcoholic beer on evening because I like the taste I always like the taste of beer you know especially ales you know uh, and that's what I'm missing in terms but I don't miss hangovers and, and you know. no obviously no but for me it's just about this you know yeah, like the you, effect we had on holidays you, when you've poured a pint. A beer into the pint glass. Yeah, we've discovered that Guinness Guinness Zero. It's 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 working exactly the same as, as regular Guinness. You've got, you know, this you, you pour it into the bot into the glass and it's doing what it's Guinness supposed to do. You know, change the color a bit, go through all the motions, and you've got beautiful top. You know, beautiful head. And the only and, you thing know, it doesn't have an alcohol, but it's when, still when a you look at it, it's like mmm, and the taste when it's cold. Yeah. You know, from the fridge is absolutely amazing. Do you know what I mean? So, but it's it's yeah, it, it is part of our culture. So, so I think it's, it's a hard lot about, after forty a lot years. About, a lot about context in it. Yeah, if you're going to change, because if I would be pouring a glass of water with exactly the same concept in my mind of this is my let's have a sit at the evening and have a chill moment mm. in front of TV, but instead of the yeah. non-alcoholic you beer, could, I would pour a grape juice. You could change that, absolutely. You, you, it's still going to be exactly the same habits. custom in my life. It's the habits. same habit yeah, in my yeah, life. It's habits. You can change that, or you can decide. That's what we used to do as well. On Friday nights, we used to go to for swimming and stuff like that. So yeah. you're changing your habits, but you have to think about that. You know why? It's like, okay, on Fridays, I'm struggling with doing stuff so i need to make myself different part of tools you know with the uh, you know the book atomic habits exactly that's is about this is a lot of things about that you know how to make your habits how to change your habits making them much easier to you to for change to change you know so for you to change so so absolutely you know so you're starting a small steps and that was exactly with other things you know stepwise stepwise could, did you ever, ever, like in your life, because mm-hmm. I don't have any experience, I only have experience from perspective of my friends, went to any addicted group? Yeah, so I spent three months in rehab. You went to the rehab. <laughs> uh, did you went through the steps? No. No, I never went through the steps. I wasn't... It wasn't involved in the rehab? No, 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 no. That was different kind of... Um, 
outlook on it, you know. So, so yeah, but because the thing was, like, I wasn't per se, uh, you know, addicted to the drugs. I was just addicted to being... Uh, Under influence. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah, 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 exactly, because of trauma. Yeah. So I took anything, do you know what I mean? Even, even you know, when I didn't have stuff, I used to try like try once you know like uh you know drying nettle you know and smoking it you know yeah. any anything which gives me any kind of buzz because i wanted to yeah to numb be numb yourself. exactly mm. so that was the deal and obviously uh, uh you know in one side being in rehab uh failed because after rehab i was still taking drugs and drinking alcohol and making <laughs> myself numb yeah I just knew that, you know, I had to do it cleverer <laughs> not people that, you know... In moderation? No, 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 no <laughs> not in moderation, but not, not, not to be caught. Okay. And pretend that um, I came out of it changed person. Okay. You know, and at the same time, yeah, and that's the thing, you know. And, and then after that, I was still, you know, searching for stuff, but I was, I was much more aware of... Of like, yeah, yeah, it's getting ridiculous. No, they have to stop, you know. Because I had this conversation with like... Because, you know, and the other thing, sorry. The other thing was that I was underage. So I didn't have my saying on it. You have choice. You I have had, I've been sent by my parents and, and I begged them to take me out after. And, you know, when I turned 18, I was able to make the decision to, to, to leave it, you know. But, but yeah, so that, that was, you know, a bit forced on me. And, and no one asked me, no one back then checked why I'm actually, you know want to go and be feel numb and stuff like that so yeah so that's the long story short you know but but yeah i've been there with people who've been addicted and stuff and as well you know they came out or they ran away from there and they they get to go to prison they died you know some of them died some of them overdose all in all in the rehab project program however you want to call it you went into you if you're going to look at from like you know time perspective wasn't that wasn't a successful thing. That wasn't successful because the problem wasn't the, the problem wasn't addressed. Do you know what I mean? Like, they were trying to cut you off from yeah, what from, 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 from what was causing substances. problems, but they wasn't they weren't really exactly. fixing. What happened to you exactly? That. Like the government says yeah. what happened to you, you know? Yeah, so like when I, like in the past like few weeks ago I've been on a wedding and the wedding was like a sober wedding in large part. Um, and that was mainly due to the fact that the bride um, is a still a recovering alcoholic. She's got stories with a substance abuse, different substance abuse plus alcohol, which was the biggest issue. And some people over there were people from her past, which are on exactly the same route. Uh-huh. They made some steps recovering, to change. Yeah. Uh, to change. So basically, that was the, like a common decision that a lot of us chose to not drink just to. Support. Be together, uh-huh. be together with them, support them in that decision. But those conversations were flowing through the through the room from person to person, and I had a few very interesting and like insightful conversation with one person telling me like, if you're struggling with anything in your life that you wanna just leave it, drop it, uh-huh. just go to any non-alcoholic alcohol AA uh, meetings. Okay. You don't have to be an addict to go over there. Just go over there have a conversation with those people and see the insight into yeah, the lives guess, of them. And th- you will really learn a lot about uh, struggle and about differentiating from each from yeah, one from you, another. You're learning about the mechanisms, yes, isn't and, it? And that, yeah. that's where I was getting to. So I've heard this beautiful thing of saying, which apparently it's a very common thing to say in the world of addicts, uh, 
is it wanting or is it liking? Yeah, but like as we mentioned uh, pre previously, because you know we've been together for a long time, and you, you you've seen that you know I used to drink, I used to smoke weed and stuff like that. So yeah, I've got this. You know, I've got to understand uh, myself better, and I knew that now that I've got issues with moderation. That you know, if I don't drink alcohol now, I'm fine with that, and I have no issues with that. You know, but if if I'm getting my dipped my toes into something like you know smoking weed and there is a risk that I will you know swim in it you know I will fall into it because it's just you know it's hard for me that's Max vocalizing <laughs> just in case that's Max my, is happy we cannot Max do anything happy, about yeah. Max being happy <laughs> my, <laughs> Maximilian my boy uh, but so, yeah, yeah so so basically they told me about this idea of wanting and liking so there is a difference inside your brain between wanting something and liking something. Very often, people which are addicted to the particular substance, they don't like it. They don't, yeah, you don't like the effect after alcohol. You don't like the hangover. You don't oh. like the feeling, you know, completely drained and as well, you know, after taking every... any sort of drugs, but you at some point want, want it but, because you know what the effect it's going to be and how is it going to make you feel you know, for a split second. Yeah. But so, for me, the biggest eye-opener at why my work, it makes work experience working with people with addictions and stuff is like, I always thought about, you know, alcoholic is a one alcoholic, drug addict is a drug addict, but I can say even alcohol, people got different even ways of, of, of getting into the getting stuff like I work with the, you know, we've got people who people who have to drink in moderation, but every day, you know, like these high profile rich people or successful people, they drink every night, mm -hmm. a few glasses of whiskey, high, high, high cost whiskey, you know, wine you know? yeah, exactly. And, and mm -hmm. they still, they still uh, managing to run the businesses and stuff. You've got people, high fun, high function, uh, whatever yeah. it's called. Yeah. You've got people mm -hmm. who are trashing themselves, you know, for, since morning and they're not able to do anything. But as well, I work with the, with the lady, she wasn't able to stop drinking to the point, like she was poisoning herself with alcohol. Like there was no stopping. She didn't like, that wasn't like she's been drinking constantly for like three days till she got alcohol poisoning. That wasn't like, okay, I had today 10 pints or a bottle of vodka, I got drunk, I went to bed. No, she was drinking till she passed out and she would be going to the hospital or, you know, almost overdosing alcohol. Her brain, she doesn't know how mm -hmm. to stop. That was, for me, it was like, wow, I open it because I you always assume that, you know, people are got, I don't know, they drink till they, till they pass out. Or they, you know, mm -hmm. they go to sleep or whatever. But she wasn't like that. She was, she, you know, obviously, she was passing out or not remembering from from some point onwards. Do you know what I mean? She was getting herself filled with alcohol so much, and that was her problem. That wasn't like when I'm gonna have one drink or two and three, gonna get myself tipsy, go mm -hmm. to sleep, and next day do the same. She was as soon as she had the alcohol. It was a binge. Binge till mm -hmm. the point that there was no stopping her. You know exactly. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah. I'd say there's another aspect of it when you talk about like what the, this stuff is doing and how is it consumed. And you know, and that's how is it crazy, it's illegal. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's a person, one of those people I've been speaking with uh, in the past weeks about things like alcohol abuse um, and addiction said to me that he particularly realized that he is an addict. Mm -hmm. Well, he, he's been told that he, is, he was an addict. But for him, it was a party thing. For him, it was a social thing. For him, it was a customary thing. His friends were doing it. He was doing it. 
And it was like that about alcohol, about cocaine, uh, about other, you know, like mind-altering mm-hmm. substances. And it was perfectly fine until the moment he was doing it with those people in those customary situations when he actually turned into the situation that he was buying a bag of cocaine, yeah. going home, switching off TV lights and everything, and sitting in the room and snorting, just for the sake of snorting. Because it was Friday. Because, <laughs> he, was, because, he, was, because he had it, and because it was Friday, he was sitting home. A toilet. And... <laughs> uh, then he realized, like, okay, something which I had before as a party-going thing, today is my is the thing I have to hide. And when you start to hide something, oh. you start to realize, like, okay, there's yeah, that's absolutely, absolutely, it. absolutely. You know, or you, you cannot live without it as well. The other thing, you know, like you, you cannot hide it anymore because that's affecting your life in such a deep level that it's just, you know, it's, it's spilling out everywhere and you, you cannot stop it, you know. Uh, but, you know, that's, that's uh, you know, like I've been thinking about myself and, you know, obviously, I, I don't know if I'm an addict yet. <laughs> Not yet, I mean... You are very often telling me I'm a coffee addict and I, I've heard today that you cannot consider coffee and drinking an addiction because of the very simple reason. Things which are being considered as addictive are having some sort of social or behavioral impact on you. Yeah, if you're not going to be drinking coffee, you're going to be grumpy as fuck. Yeah, but that's, that's normal. Same as you would start to mm, not know. eat sugar for a while. You're going to have a really shitty effect at the beginning. You're going to that's have cravings. I mean. Next thing I'm trying, like to, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to achieve to quit sugar. So like I, for example, realize I, it's a healthy addiction, but I'm addicted right now to going into the sauna and having cold showers. Uh-huh. Like I, I physically feel wrong. There is, like, I feel that there is something not right see, look, when I don't have that. I didn't go for a week because we've been on holidays, and I soon after I got cold. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So, and yeah, I mean, I don't know, you know, it's like... I, I do believe as a human beings we are just basically meant to have some sort of addiction just simply because of the dopamine. Yeah, even yeah, yeah I, guess, a, I guess, I, I, get, I guess. You know, even because... if it's a good addiction, like in my case, like I love going for that sauna and, that, and for the cold, cold shower afterwards. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's still I, I guess, some sort of. I, I guess that's the brain works. You know, if you if you've got dopamine and makes something makes you very very happy and it hits your tickles your pickle, you know, you want to do it again and again and again, and you decided to to do it as a part of your routine. And uh, you know, I don't. I think it's like you know, with healthy stuff, we call it routines. You know what I mean? With, uh, with unhealthy it's a, it's kind, a change can... of. Uh narrative and the yeah. words we are using to call the things and as well you know so come on you... if you're not going to go to to the sauna for two weeks and like you didn't go because yeah. you broke your leg that you didn't have yeah, but physical effect on no you. You i know, only i only i only felt shy because i wasn't doing it and i was physically missing it yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's the same as you would tell a person who is going every single day for a walk but you don't have withdrawals that effect go... that's what i mean you know <laughs> yeah well yeah. that that's why you know, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, put that on the same shelf, you know. But yeah, I mean, with, I mean, that, that's the thing, you know. The, the addiction is a, is a long topic. But fortunately, if you're not gonna address what happened to you and why you you craving those things, what is the thing, you know? Because yeah, we know science is dopamine, the the day, you know. Neuroplasticity and, and, and but, yeah, stuff yeah, but, like but, that. Yeah, but you know, to be prone to that, you you had something had had to happen to you in your past, and so, and and or you know you yeah you expose yourself to something and that just clicked in your brain and that's game over, you know. So right. and the thing like I heard, I don't remember, I, you know, you mentioned Brennan Brown before, but that wasn't. I think that was on, on some other podcast, you know. 
someone said like you know they've got problem with moderation exactly and I, I've got sometimes feel this feeling I'm not I'm still discovering it that you know when I was a teenager there wasn't no moderation there was yes or no you do yeah. something excessively. you're either doing abs- you're either abstinent yeah you don't or you're doing it off, full or, on. Or, or you're doing it and you're doing it three times four times a week which is very dangerous you know so uh, you know that's that's the thing for me so I'm I'm, you know, I'm observing myself, and you know, obviously, I don't, I don't drink alcohol, I don't smoke, and stuff like that. I don't have social media, but the social media as well. That was an effect that I'm getting myself into, like thinking, like, hmm, you know, like I've got only LinkedIn, and sometimes I caught myself scrolling, automatically taking out my phone out, and and that bothers me. Do you know what I mean? Things I'm, I'm you know, I'm maybe for some people there's like, well, whatever, you know. For, for me, if I feel that something bothers me, if I wasted my time, if I feel like, oh, instead of doing that, I should be writing my books or, or writing my music, it bothers me, makes me sad, depressed, or, or, or unease. It worth of, of it's worth for me exploring it, you know. So that's why you know I'm I'm exploring it, you know. You know, so. it's a good thing for you to call it like you know you've said it to yourself like listen, you know, I cannot do things in moderation. Like I I, I need to stop them. Like there is no way in between. It's either on or off. There's nothing in between. Yeah, but, and it's hard you know, for me that's to control. Thing. And I think it's as well like I I guess it's going to be the same thing for a lot of people. It's just a matter of like judging the circumstances you're on. Because if you've got five other areas you have to work on, yeah, and you've got people, this another thing which is in moderation, so you have to keep on controlling it, because this is what is called moderation. Moderation is an actual applied control to the particular behavior. You are controlling the amount. Yeah, you're in control instead of this controlling you. Yeah, but you need to take control over it. And if you are not capable of taking well, control first, over your life you in general, to... then how can you control something which is so deeply yeah, addictive? The, the, the thing is, people are first of all are not uh, aware of it yet. You know what I mean? We, we, you know, like the first level is to realize that oh, something is not right. But we live, you know, you know, I was like that, and it took me years of you know dealing with more trauma therapy to to be aware of of all everything and be able to. To think to myself, hmm, oh, this is it, or this is something else, you know, like, and you know, everyday average Joe is not going to be able to, to have that conversation with himself, you know. I've got morning yeah. pages, and I've been doing this since October or November, and every morning I'm writing. I feel I'm noticing this and noticing that, and that's that's. If I'm not going to do them one day, I feel like oh, that's that's not okay because I'm not, you know, not. I feel like, oh, this is very helpful for me to do because I'm more aware than ever before because I'm I'm putting stuff into writing, you know, I'm aware. So, like, you know, I'm dealing with my demons. I'm, I can, I'm able physically to 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 talk to myself and see, Nico, what, what, what bothers you? Why you like the, why you've been like that yesterday? What's going on? You know, and putting that on the paper is the first thing to be able to think about it. If I would wake up, have my phone scrolling, go to work, come back, get upset, get angry, blow up or something, you know, and next day you just wake up and carry on, that's, that's, you know, you have to, I have to sit down and say, Nico, why did you do that? Why did yeah, you? I know, it, it's something which is helpful for you, might not be helpful absolutely, for other absolutely, people. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. But uh, there's, this is like one of the things I've heard about when we, I was speaking about those steps in like, you know, alcoholic mm-hmm. recovery. One of the main points in one of the main purposes of this, uh, you know, steps program is, how was it called? I think it was like, just to say, it's like inducing mm-hmm. a personality dissociative state when you can recognize 
yourself as an addict and yourself as a non-addict and be able to stop for a second and call yourself on it. Like, who am I at the moment? Like, who is making decisions? Let's be mindful. You know, it's like... So it's basically for... They're teaching in those steps. They're teaching people to realize that they are those two two things. Me and an addict, me and a non-addict. So... Yeah, what is it? Is it my addiction or is it me? Exactly. Is it Mm -hmm. me an addict or is it me non-addict which is making decision? And when you realize, like, okay, that's the me I don't want to be... Then yeah, you've yeah, got the yeah. chance of being it's, like, okay, switch it's it off. So, it's something I, w- I would love to explore, actually. So now, it's after. just like... Yeah, because that's what I do anyway. It's just me or is it more trauma? Is it me yeah. or is it more trauma? You know, and it took me years of working in psychology. Like, but I guess, uh, you know, with the with the 12-step program, it's probably similar. Something, you know, just to be able to stop and say to yourself, is it me or is it addiction? Is it me or is it, is it, is it you know... And, you know, we're coming back to what we've been talking about. Is it wanting or is it liking? Is it do I do I like to do it? Do I like feeling this way, or do I want? Or do I have to do yeah, exactly? Yeah, yeah. So I, I think it's a very very similar thing. It's just calling it a different way. You know, being like, is it me an addict or is it me non-addict? Is it me wanting yeah, yes, or is being it me liking? Steps helps you to 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 stop and to to think about something because without it, it's just gonna be like I said in the beginning. You know, like. Yeah, you, you, you wake up scrolling, going through your day, get upset, shout on someone, you know, next day, falling asleep, falling asleep next day, doing without, you know, thinking about what happened, how things affected you, why they affected you. So basically, you know, able to stop and, and you know, think about yourself, it's, it's, it's a huge thing because, you know, thanks to that, we are become better human beings, you know, like, I think, you know, that helps me helps me to stay sane and stay be kindness kind kinder kinder to myself because if something bothers me I need to, I, I'm gonna find out I'm gonna write it down. So it looks like you've got like three different techniques inside of you. Me. One the person who is prone to doing shitty things for yourself. What One you the person. Which, I mean, like you know, the bad decisions, the decisions which are leading you into. Emotions and feelings you're not happy with after afterwards, you know. So the like when you're like blowing up or when you're making a things which then in a perspective you start to think like oh why I've done it like I don't feel right about it and then you've got yourself this wise Nico who already knows better oh. and then you've got this person in the middle which is being like. Like, why are you doing it? This like a, you've got this. No, like it's a... all the same. It's all the same. You know, when I blow up about something, I blow it. That's my emotions. You know, I can't. Sometimes I cannot control. I cannot be. I guess that's what I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get uh, into the zen zen point when I'm going to be able to here and now understand what I'm feeling, why I'm feeling, and what to do not to feel it, and which way to go. I guess you know maybe I should be a zen monk in the future. So. <laughs> You're right, buddy. Sorry, that's my son hit himself. He's, he's sitting, on the floor. He's sitting on the bouncy ball, you know, and he probably fell. So, yeah, exactly. That's why I'm trying to achieve the Zen, you know, to be able to be in control. And, you know, obviously it comes to the play my trauma. So if I blow up and I'm like last two days, I felt on edge. God knows why. And exactly. I'm sitting and thinking why. Because this happened, because that happened, because I had children full on and because... Because I don't go to work, because I'm sitting at home, because I feel shit, because I've got flu, and there's many aspects of it. And but you know exactly, I'm sitting and thinking about it. I'm not just 
going through my day without, you know, and, and many things are connected to trauma, many things so, connected to everyday life. Many things, but we yeah. went a little bit away from the subject of addiction. So do you think that knowing yourself as a person from the past, if you wouldn't go through the changes you went through, like the therapy and, you know, many things uh -huh. you've learned over the time, and you wouldn't have the journaling and you wouldn't learn how to recognize those moments and start calling them by a name, like why this uh -huh. happened and blah, blah. Do you think that would in any way lead you to looking for numbness? Absolutely, because, you know, like I remember, I can recall, you know, I wasn't loved, I was looking for numbness. I met someone, I fell in love, and I destroyed this love because, you know, I was all over the place. And when you destroy something, you feel shit and you're looking for numbness. You, 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 you self-worth is going down, you, you feel like a crap and you're looking for numbness. You're drinking, you're taking drugs, you meet someone again, you, or you do something stupid because of that, and it's like cycle, that's absolutely cycle. So without being able to stop, which probably those 12 steps are about, uh, without that, you're just continuing doing the same thing and you're looking for different results. So I remember the times when I was doing stuff after in the morning, I felt sh shite because of that. I feel guilty. I was depressed because I've done something I shouldn't know. I said something I shouldn't. And and exactly, that's that's this is all about. You know, you, you're making mistakes, you, you're blowing up, you, you're doing stuff because you're unhappy, unworthy, and after you feel unhappy because you've done something, it's just a cycle. It's a cycle, and you turn into numbing yourself because what is the point of doing? Because you're always growing up. When you screw up, when you, everyone leaves you, you sit down in an empty house and drinking alcohol, taking drugs. And times goes by, month, two, three, you start making new friends, you know, you're meeting someone, you fall in love, and you become a bit better, but after, I don't know, she cheated on you and this and that, and you go back to the place when you're sitting by yourself drinking alcohol. But there are people who are getting addicted, not because of the trauma. No, no, so let's say is, trauma, but, but, you know, you like don't... Because you say you, you haven't you been loved, you don't, and I consider yeah, 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 that in one way or another. That was one of the examples only. Okay. But, you know, you don't expect, you know, different results doing all the same, the same things. And that's what happened when you, when you hurt... When, you know, or you hurt someone, you feel guilty about it later or blame other people and say, oh, fuck it, let's go for a drink, let's forget about it. Do you know what I mean? Like, or, or whatever. You, it, this is the process of, of doing stuff all the time without being able to stop and think. You're not going to get anywhere else. And you're getting older, you're getting shittier, you you got more of addiction. You're like, you know, deep, your addiction is getting deeper, you, you become poorer, you become more stressed, your body is getting <laughs> wrecked, you know, it's like, and you end up, you know, in prison, dead, or, you know, in asylum. Just, yeah. Do you know what I mean? You went with a particular path. <laughs> yeah, there are probably very, a lot of different ways you're going to end up. Yeah, up. absolutely, but you know what I mean, like, that was my visualization of, of what how can happen, you, how, how can your life could look like. Could look like, exactly, and obviously you've got different, you know, you've got people who might, you might meet someone who's going to give you a helping hand and you remove yourself from the cycle, but, but there is, you know, that was one of the options I could probably... I could go in with my life, do you know what I mean? I could go, but you know, things happened to me. I met amazing people, which which triggered some some changes, and and after another changes, after my kids, after this, after that, do you know what I mean? So you as well, and but you know, 
everyone is might be part of the change of someone else. We just have to yeah. be able. And th that's the hardest thing because, you know, I know who was part of my change. Mm -hmm. You were part of my change. My kids and going back, you know, many things. But sometimes it's we can be part of someone else's change. And that's why I always try to be so mindful, like kind to people I work with or I'm meeting because you never know, maybe I'm going to be the one who, who's going to be able to tell them a kind word which is going to change things for them. No, it's like I very often, like I started to think about when you speak about kindness and I know it's a little bit of an off topic uh, in regards to the addiction and doing things in moderation. In the past few months, definitely, uh, I try to think about what I'm verbalizing, what I'm actually responding, in what way I'm responding to people and what way I'm approaching them because I started to think how much change can make me stopping for a second in their life. And that's the situation which I was telling you from last week when I met one of the gym ladies, yeah. mm -hmm. which which we've seen mm -hmm. multiple times as a exactly. very, very you happy person. You can make someone else's day. And she came to me saying, like, no, that she's got a really bad day. And she literally looked at me and she was like, she actually asked me. Okay, that's another amazing thing that she, she actually she recognized opened up and uh, she looked at me and she was like, I'm having a really bad day. Can you tell me a one single kind thing? And that made me feel like, how many people is not saying that but and they not need asking, it. but they need it. So how important it is for us as a people who were given kindness. Yeah, because you never know. Paid off to random people walking on the street because you never know what sort of change it's going to make in their Absolutely. day. Absolutely. Like, I don't know how many people we've met on our way went home after being told something shitty and made a massive row oh, at home and, exactly. you know, took it out on the kids, took it out on the lady in the shop because someone else made their day miserable. And someone else didn't stop it in some ways. By, you know by I mean? doing something yeah. kind. And that's what definitely one of the things which, like, I try to say to myself every single also, time I'm you know, responding. I'm not arguing with people. I'm not... And sometimes it's hard because sometimes it's mean to you. People sometimes I'm mean to you and the and thing you want to do, you, know, you actually really you want, want to, to say flip to them... them flip them off, off you know, exactly. You know? And that's the thing, but, you know, I believe the kindness is the way kind that I'm getting to people. The kindness coming back my way and I've got examples. We both know those examples, which I'm going to be mentioning here, but yeah, it's like... It's a perpetual mobile, do you know what I mean? You you give kindness and, and sooner or later this kindness. And you know, I don't, I'm not kind because I want to get back, you know, I want to get yeah. kindness, but I'm just, because it feels good and, and we all should be kind and the world is fucked up. So why we should, you know, it's like, and sometimes I'm driving and I see people upset and angry. And I'm saying, thinking like, yeah, maybe they got just bad day. You know, it's like no, I'm trying to be aware. You kindness know. and addiction. Okay, I'm not gonna call it an addiction, but I think it's a healthy habit, and it does make you feel better. And like when you're saying, I'm not doing it for the sake of getting something back, because it's not. But you well, actually you are getting something you, exactly. back out of it because you're feeling great. Even, yeah, you feel great. You feel great. You're giving yourself a shot it's, it's, of it's happiness. It's a win-win situation because you're giving your shot, do, shot and of dopamine. Very often, as you say, it's not easy. Yeah, and you think, oh, I've made it that because I could just flip off and and I didn't flip out or flip over, whatever they say in English. But at the same time, 
you know, it doesn't matter if someone's not going to appreciate that. That's absolutely not the point. But, you know, shitty situation, it, it can be turned around, you know, and, and that's okay, you know. All right, I think we, we're just wandering off yeah, the subject. Yeah, I know, but yeah, I, I think should, it's just we one should record thing. subject, the, we should record a piece about kindness. Because we never spoke about it. Well, we speak about it all the time, but like as a kind of exactly. I think we, we already discovered and fully explored the subject across all of the episodes. We're going to cut off the ends of every single episode and we're going to put a massive. I'm going to do one and listen to all the episodes and. and Ki- kindness, 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 yeah, it's kindness, yeah, kindness. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I definitely like I'm starting to think how, you know, I, I think I should be more appreciative of the fact that I am living in my life the way that I don't have. I don't have to struggle with such addictions, which are having a massive social impact on me or behavioral impact. Yes, I would love to react in a better way in a stressful situation and not go for food because that's definitely something which is soothing for me. I started to recognize certain patterns and I know food is something yeah, to me yeah, yeah. Uh, it doesn't have a social impact for me it does have a health impact for me like I would love to lose some weight so I know it's influencing me so I have to start considering it as an addictive behavior rather than unwanted behavior and I think changing the word in it <coughs> from unwanted to addictive is Your completely changing yeah my drug is ice cream and sugar yeah yeah all right then Thank you very much, guys. I'll Thank you so be much. Be kind to yourself. As usual. Um, uh, and be kind nose. to others. And I have to blow my nose. So and take care of yourself. <laughs> and if you, uh, you so much. if you would like to reach out to us, uh, you know, go ahead. See, that's amazing. Like, I really enjoy our podcast. Even I know that we got, like, three listeners <laughs> per, per, per episode. And I don't really care about it. Obviously, no, no. I would be liar. I don't care. Like, it would be nice to have more. I would more. love to have 30. <laughs> that's that's good. Yeah, <laughs> but that's what I mean. I'm not really doing it. It's like I'm not checking. I'm like, if it's one or zero, it's gonna be zero. Uh, you know. And the funny thing is, like, our voice is gonna be there forever, probably. Yeah. You know, we're gonna be dead gone, and some some guy in twenty two thousand two hundred. Unless internet dies. Yeah, all gonna be nothing. global war, and you know, oh, nothing's gonna, gonna be care like, about you know, that. Oh, look at this guy. They. 100 years ago and they had this wisdom like like we think about uh, wisdom from from Asian you know times. what I, f- I think we should download it and put it on a DVD or on like a DVD. USB who was do- using DVDs Max are we going back to he 80s made a, he actually made a massive road today in a shop that DVDs are not in the science yeah, well, anymore so yeah, yeah. <laughs> right Check anyways we love you take care of yourself bye bye